Hi, this is Tanya Yeremkiv, and this is a collection of my audio blogs. I'm here to inspire and empower you to get transformation in every area of your life. Today's episode is about it's not what you say, it's how you say it. We've all heard this quote and been in situations where it convicted or challenged us more so. In fact, you can probably recall the last time you could have said something differently. It happens so frequently to each of us, we can always easily remember it. According to research and just about every TED Talk about communication, your body language accounts for 55% of the impact you have on your audience. There's a lot more to your words than you see. If you had a mirror for every time you communicated anything, you would be more self-aware of your gestures and body movements. As the well-known business consultant and educator Peter Drucker said, the most important thing in communication is to hear what isn't being said. And that leads me to my next point. Your tone, which includes your inflection and volume, takes up 38% of your impact. This leaves a whopping 7% for your words. You can master your body language and use all the beautiful words, but if your tone is off, then your intended message might not come across the way you want it. Along with a mirror, imagine a voice recorder playing back everything you just said. The tone of your voice can speak louder than your words. These percentages might change based on further research and study, but regardless, they help us learn to communicate better now. In the rest of this episode, I want to focus on the tone of voice. Have you ever heard of the phrase, don't look at me in that tone of voice? The first time I heard this phrase was in middle school. My teacher, bless his heart for dealing with us, would often say it to loosen up the mood. Our preteen body languages communicated enough to represent the tones of our voices, especially when we didn't have the words to say. But even in our young minds, our inner narrative was going. And when you tried to say something, it always seemed to come out wrong and not at all how you imagined it. That's still the case with us today. As adults, you have an inner narrative, also known as an internal monologue or your self-talk, which doesn't necessarily sound like your own voice. Sometimes it's more familiar than your vocal sound, depending on how much you talk or think, but the case still stands because the way we see things in our mind don't always sound the same through our voice. I find this to be true as I record and edit these audio blogs. There's a vast difference from the way I write, record, and then as I listen back to each episode. I almost don't recognize myself in the way I come across audibly, which is alarming as a writer, but motivating to get better. And timely enough, I took a communications course to get better in my work environment. It was extremely helpful to learn that listening is an essential ingredient to communicate effectively. It's also important to pause between sentences and certain words to articulate clearly and even slowly and to consider another's communication style and preference to help you be more successful in conversations. Listening goes both ways. Since it's essential in communicating, we must be cognizant of how we sound to our audience as well. The instructor for my training course also said, communication is what they think you meant. And for me, this captured the impact your tone can have. How you say things 
matter a lot. Communication is a lifelong skill we all need to work on consistently. Even the best speakers practice, study, and refine their vocal deliveries. If 93% of our communication is nonverbal, it might be in our best interest to consider that mirror and voice recorder. Thankfully, there are alternative methods we can put into practice. But before I list those, I want to share what sparked this blog post. I'm a very task-oriented person, and I love to get things done, especially in the work environment. But I'm also a very relational person. My challenge is to balance both being task-oriented and people-oriented simultaneously. When I have stuff to get done, I can come across very dismissive and bossy. But when I spend time with people, I clear my task plate and forget about it and come across intentional and kind. Someone brought this to my attention and suggested practicing more self-awareness, particularly with my tone when I'm focused on my tasks. I most likely come across in those ways because of how I present myself and say things. It has nothing to do with the words, but more so my demeanor and my inner intentions. As I pondered on this, it felt as though God lined up situation after situation where I got challenged about the tone of my voice. I realized quickly that it doesn't reflect my inner narrative very much. How I envision the sound in my head doesn't come out the same way. And this led me to think of Proverbs 18, 20, and 21, which says, From the fruit of a man's mouth, his stomach is satisfied. He is satisfied by the yield of his lips. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Every tone of voice has some sort of intention. However surface level those intentions might be, the root stems to either death or life. We must consider the 93% and be mindful of how we say things. When we take more time to consider the way we look and sound, we become more aware and we will have a much more positive impact. If anything, I'm preaching to myself right now. Let's speak life and improve how we say things. Here are some ways that I came up with for myself and I hope that these can also help you. Number one, Listen and observe who you're talking to during conversation. More listening, less talking. Number two, pause between sentences and certain words to build anticipation, interest, and self-awareness. Number three, consider and acknowledge your audience's preferred style of communication if you can. Number four, seek to understand not to respond. Number five, build the relationship. Make this your motive and the intention of your heart. And number six, find a quote or verse that will help remind you to focus more on how to speak, not what to speak. Let's keep this list going. What are other ways we can improve on how we say things? And what are some experiences or lessons you learned? I would also love to get your feedback on how my tone sounded in this post, as well as this audio blog episode. Thanks for listening. I hope you found this audio blog inspiring, and I'll see you next time.